you've intercepted a transmission of the Disnoids podcast. You're about to encounter dynamic intellects serving notice of increasing development. Now introducing your host, Tombstone Josh, and Review It Rock. Enjoy your podcast. Was that Diesel? Is Diesel about to come out right now? <laughs> no, that is the Jeepers Creepers song and that fantastic horn from his beat up old uh, death wagon, if that's what you want to call it. Or the Jeepers Mobile. Jeepers Mobile. Nice, nice. Which uh, we'll get into it later, but it uh, apparently has booby traps. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways... Jeepers Creepers is what we're talking about. One, two, and three. And the way this randomness came about was I watched a little movie called The Waiting. Okay? Nice little comedy movie from back in the day starring Ryan Reynolds and Justin Long. Anna Ferris, right? Yep. Yeah. There's a lot of good people in that movie, actually. So anyways, I was like, man, I really love Justin Long. What a great, fun actor he is. What else is he in? Jeepers Creepers. Okay, cool. That's a nice little horror flick. I'll go ahead and check that out. I'm almost positive that that was in movie theaters when I was working at the movie theater back in the day. So that had a little bit of a nostalgia tie to me just from that route. (laughs) So I watched it by myself and I was like, you know what? I actually really enjoyed this movie. A lot of people crap on it. A lot of people give it a hard time. I enjoyed it. So I was like, Hey, what if you and I watched all three of these movies and then decided to review them and recap them? And you're like, sure. That sounds like a lot of fun. Let's go for it. So we watched all three of them. And we're here to talk about (laughs) (laughs) some good times. Some good times were had. Were bad. Were had. There was a lot of bad times, though. Um, Like I was telling you last night, part two and three of this series make part one look like Silence of the Lambs. Makes part one look like an Oscar winner. And I'm not saying part one is a masterpiece, but it's not really that bad. What What are What are your thoughts on part one? Part one, I think, is solid enough. Yeah. To where the feeling is good, the yes. horror elements are good. It keeps you guessing for a while. Great visuals. Great visuals. Nice. And, that, and that's one thing I'll say across the whole trilogy is there are some there are some good visuals. Now I'm not saying all of them were in part three, but there are some spots. Okay. <laughs> it's it's you know, talking about the first movie, it looks like it came out in what, 2001? Um, I, I, it's not hard to get through. I'll be honest with you. It's yeah. easy to watch. I've seen a lot worse movies. It, it's a fun introduction, man. It's a, yeah. it's like, uh, it's, um, I mean, essentially it's a character, the creature It's uh, the way the movie, the way the movie works, it keeps you guessing until it ends. Yes. Yeah. And, and I would just say, all right, let's just go ahead and dive into talking about the movies, okay? 
this is why I love part one so much, I think. Yeah. And I'm going to tie it into whenever I tried to watch the Star Wars movies. I don't know if you remember whenever I did those episodes with Cassie. But you remember what I said about Darth, Darth Vader? No. Okay. So Darth Vader, I always thought was an intimidating, very awesome, good villain. Okay. Until I watched the movies and he talked the whole damn time. And I was not ready for that. Him talking the whole time kind of ruined his, I guess, intimidation for me, if that makes sense. I always thought of Darth Vader as Mike, like Michael Myers. Didn't do any talking, just handled his business. That's the way I always thought of Darth Vader until I watched the movies. And then that got ruined for me. So the way I'll tie that in this way is in part one, you don't see much of the creeper at all. You barely see him. You see that good glimpse of him standing at the back of the, the creeper mobile, tossing the bodies down the tunnel. That's a great visual right there. You see him on the scarecrow post. That's a great visual. Here and there, you see him. Towards the end, you see him a lot more. Yeah. But, it, but, but the slight bits of uh, glances that you get at him at the beginning or throughout part one, I thought was great. It was perfect. It was really, really good. What, what did you think about, about the creeper himself? It's the, um, what you're describing there is what I like to call the child's play philosophy. Hmm. You go back and watch the first child's play movie, you don't see Chucky that much till around the end of the movie. Yeah. As long, I mean, you see the doll, but you don't ever see him really doing anything until mm -hmm. the end. Uh, kind of the same with the creeper. I mean, yeah. I like the look of the creeper. I'll say through all three films. Yes. Great looking creature. For sure. Yeah. Gets a little over the top. Yeah, some of the, some of the stuff he does is a little out a little out of line. <laughs> First movie looks good. I believe there's yeah. one part where you just see like a uh, silhouette of him, and I'm like, kind of looks like the Undertaker. <laughs> you know, he's got the same. Oh yeah, same. he's got his hat. He's got his little duster on. He's ready mm -hmm. to go. You know, yeah. He looks, he looks really cool. I'll give him that. And you showed me the Funko Pop. I'm like, I'm gonna have to get that. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Especially when his freaking face opens up, like the freaking Dilophosaurus. <laughs> yeah. And it looks like the alien creature, the freaking face huggers. Yep. Badass. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I agree. I, I agree. Like, even with just the trench coat, swinging the axe, trench coat, hat, creeper, top notch. Looks great, looks badass. You're actually scared of them. You know what I mean? Like, I'm drawing a blank right now, mostly because we watched two and three more recently. Obviously. Um, yeah. Did he have weapons in the first movie all that much? Well, um, whenever he whenever he lands on top of the cop car chasing the kids, he pulls the one cop's head through the hole and chops it off. So he yeah. had the axe. He did have the axe. Yeah. Now, okay. his weapons and his abilities became more elaborate once you got into part two and part three. He started to turn into like a super creature or something. Now, yeah. I, I don't know if that has anything to do with the timeline he has, like from day one to day 23, does he get stronger throughout those days? The more he eats, I don't know. But but there was a point there where it like, especially in part three, it just got so fake seeming. And like you even said, it looks like a sci fi movie you catch on TV, just how ridiculous some of the things were happening. Yeah. So just to kind of book note, the first okay. movie. Yeah, um, I liked it. I I've For never sure. really necessarily had a problem with the first movie I, yeah. I like the i like the build of it i like the anticipation i mm -hmm. like the aspects of it like this yeah. freaking rusty up freaking vehicle comes out of nowhere 
and you just you get that feeling of dread like what, what is this thing doing <laughs> yes blowing that obnoxious horn yeah you know swerving all over the road ramming the back of their car it was it was a great buildup. oh it yeah. really was yeah absolutely yeah the tension in that movie good yes yes so so start to finish i can't no really bad points are really sticking out to me about the first movie um the banter between the brother and sister like i said justin long was the reason i wanted to watch this flick and i felt like he delivered he put on a great performance um, yeah. his sarcasm he pulled off being scared really well he pulled off um comedy really well like he felt like a really well-rounded performance by him and same thing with his with his sister the girl that played his sister they had really good banter back and forth it was, it was a fun movie it was a good movie and i feel like that's why that's why part two, I think part two came out two years after it. I think that there was a good buzz after part one that they went ahead and threw together a part two. Yeah. You know what I mean? And maybe that's why part two kind of didn't land as well as part one is because maybe it was rushed. Yeah. I mean, looking at part one, the only part that I found ridiculous was the police office, police place scene. Yeah, yeah. That, the ending was a little weird. That was not the best. <laughs> You know, they're shooting at stuff, but they're not really shooting at anything. And then the guy's going to walk over here and act like, you know, what's coming. I mean, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then eventually where we get to our kind of ending area and they're all just staring at the creeper, not shooting or anything. It's just, I mean, come on. <laughs> well, I, I remember you saying that we we're watching it, but also to me, it, it's like a sense of like, what the hell am I looking at right now? Maybe a sense of a daze where, what is this? Which I mean, maybe I guess as a cop, you should be drawn or, or trained to shoot. At, at the uh at the danger but it also it also felt like to me like they were portraying a i have no idea what i'm looking at i'm in shock right now i don't know what to do so and i could have done without the part of um the sister begging for his life saying like trade me i think i could have done without that because i think i think they alluded to the creeper not wanting her whenever they did the whole sniff scene like when he was sniffing both of them he didn't want her so yeah. i thought her begging i mean i could see her begging for her brother's life but I could have done without that. I mean, that's mostly what it was, is to add the drama and then show yeah. two siblings who have been bantering pretty much the whole yeah. movie. Yeah. Okay, so thinking about thinking about part one only, um, what would you say is your favorite favorite things about part one? The tension. The um his cave is kind of maddening yeah uh it's a little it's it a little ridiculous cinematography wise because at one point it's like pitch black you can't see anything and then when you're down there all of a sudden you can see stuff perfectly fine <laughs> <So> <laughs> a little that's just a little you know over reviewing it um the look of the creature is good the story is very easy to follow along with i agree and i just i love the the um scarecrow stuff yeah me too that's what i was gonna say that's the first thing that sticks out to my head is him on the scarecrow on the scarecrow post and her saying that's not my scarecrow out there what did you guys bring with you like that that's just that's a great line it's a great visual so whenever yeah. i think of part one i think of that yeah and and that's what i like about the movie is it builds yeah builds like everything you have to pay attention to like when that phone call comes when they're in the diner and he gets a phone call from the crazy girls. Like, have you seen the cats yet? You're like, what? And then we're on the 
we finally get to it. We hear that first meow. We're like, oh. here it is. Here it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the first movie, the first movie is solid. First movie. Yeah, solid. it's solid. It's a lot of fun. I agree. Um, okay. So then we move on to part two, which we find out through storytelling that this is happening at day 22 and 23 of his feeding cycle, I guess is what you want to call it. Um, the movie opens great, I think. I think it has a solid opening with him stalking the kid in the cornfield. Yeah. And then eventually catching the kid and flying off with it. Yes. Which, which, builds, which builds the story of the dad going mad trying to catch this creeper to either get revenge for his son or to get his son back. Yes. So, yes. so the idea of the story behind the movie, I think, okay, they have something here. They just didn't hit the elements properly like they should have, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it's a reintroduction to the character we knew from the first movie. Yeah. Give us this classic scene from the first film with the scarecrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Make it a little more menacing. I mean, I like, get it closer then, um, to creeper or creature. Yeah, yeah. You definitely get a lot more of the creature, the creeper in this movie. You get a lot more of them, which is was kind of a downfall to me. But it still wasn't as bad as what you eventually get to in part three. Like in part three, he's walking around like he's freaking Freddy Krueger for crying out loud. It's it's weird. I, I mean, it started with this movie for sure. I mean, <laughs> the scene. Well, let's talk about what this movie is, essentially. Okay. Um, that's where we open up and then we immediately go to the kids on the bus, right? I think so, yeah. So, football team, I guess? Is that baseball what they team. Are? Baseball team. I'm pretty sure it's baseball because um, the kid in part three played baseball. Sure. Um, okay. <laughs> and you immediately, you're like, I don't like any of these kids. At least that's how I felt. I'm like, I don't like any of these kids. <laughs> I believe I said that. I believe I was like, um, I want them all to die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There was the one nerdy kid that wasn't as bad that everybody kind of picked on. You kind of felt for him. No. Well, you missed your cue there. Man. Because, you know, when we were watching the movie, I'm like, I want them all to die. And you're like, that's hardcore. And I was like, <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, you're not hardcore unless you live. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I forgot about that. That was hilarious. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's where it goes. Freaking, he's got a ninja star now. Made out of teeth and belly buttons. <laughs> yeah. Teeth and belly buttons and bone, I guess. Sure. That's what the spikes are, right? I guess it's bone. Yeah, they had to be some kind of bone that he's modeled into some kind of spear or raptor claws, what they look like. Yeah. Great accuracy. For, for sure, man. Of course. Um, he freaking flips that thing into the bus. The bus breaks down, of course. And you're like, okay, fine. Let's see where this goes. Mm-hmm. Not bad. Yeah. Not bad. There's more of an idea of let's see where this goes. And then they get the bus going again because buses have four tires in the back, right? Mm-hmm. And does it again. Yeah, it takes them out again, yeah. Takes them out again. So kind of repeating itself a little bit. And then we get like the whole, I don't care about these kids. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> this movie for me is like, I don't care about these kids. Yeah. And right, well, you know, also have to talk about how I don't know if you could take this as a as movie filler or as the creeper is smart by taking out the adult people, but each teacher eventually comes off the bus to take a look at what's going on, and each one of them is plucked one at a time. The one creeper time. comes down, plucks them away one at a time. Yeah, 
which is kind of cool if you think about it it's it's kind of like a, a strategy like he's showing strategy on his part so but but you're but you're exactly right the the movie turns into this kids are trapped on a bus while there's a monster outside and like you said you have no tie to these kids at all so you don't really care you're almost pulling for the creeper like oh how is he going to kill these kids this is probably going to be the most interesting part of this movie yeah at like, least that's, that's how i saw my eyes that's something i ran into with um when I was doing the Nightmare on Elm Street film series, we got to a point where I didn't care about any of these kids. <laughs> and like part of that, part of the Nightmare on Elm Street, we're getting into another film series, so I'm not even gonna go there. But part of like these horror movies, when you have these teenagers and these kids in it, yeah, want to start off with them being super happy, super go lucky, and all that stuff. And you want to like see the first movie did in this yeah. series. Exactly. You eventually want to see them get weared down by the dread. And you want to see them somehow get through. You don't yeah. want to see characters. I'll even say it for Rob Zombie's House of a Thousand Corpses, which I love to death. Those four main characters, assholes. Any of them. You're like, okay, I mean. <laughs> yeah, I understand. Problem. I mean, the main character, I guess, is the, you said it's a baseball team, so I guess the pitcher. I, I assume. I guess so. I, that's only from me reading this article. I would have thought just watching the movie that he was the star quarterback of the football team that's what i thought yeah and he sucks and you know yeah he's a, he's like a douche kid you know my thing with this movie is i think it would have been much better if it stayed on the bus oh okay you had to figure out how these kids would get there. yeah because after a while it got a little outlandish. of course and this is what i was talking about with um Good reference with your Freddy Krueger thing with him going over the top. It's when the creeper stalk him around the bus, and it could be super scary. But instead, we see his face up, up close. And he's making all these goofy faces, and he's pointing at people, and he's doing. He's licking the licking the window, licking the window, and all that stuff. You're like, this isn't. You're changing him. It's you not know? scary anymore. Yeah. And yeah, it's goofy, and you know, people are like, "Well, you love Chucky, and he changed from being scary to." making jokes but he's still freaking terrifying but he he was funny also like he was funny and scary from the beginning yeah kind yeah. of it, it it got a lot more hilarious when brian and chucky came out yeah but he's still terrifying yeah he was like, a little he was a smart ass yeah, that's what i mean by funny i guess he's a smart ass. like the creature you know, it, it doesn't matter <laughs> to me anymore because yeah. we saw in the first movie was like that's more terrifying than him. Menacing. He went. He went from menacing to Freddy Krueger. Weirdly, and it just like the transition didn't make sense. It just didn't make sense. Like Freddy Krueger, love the franchise. Freddy Krueger. Yeah, because I mean, uh, he's still, he still over the top in the first movie, but he wasn't yeah. stupid ridiculous. <laughs> But anyways, to, I guess, to tie up part two, um, eventually one of the kids gets the radio to work on the bus and he calls out to, surprise, surprise, the dad of the kid that was taken, who has a harpoon gun on the back of his truck. So he's like, hey, I'm coming to help you guys. I'll be there. So yeah. then the movie turns into this, this movie turns into Jaws all of a sudden, where, you know, we're taking out this monster with this giant gun now. Jaws the Revenge. 
<laughs> and, and like I said, you like at least at least for me, you're pulling for the creeper at this point. You know what I mean? Because what's he doing? He's trying to eat. You know what I mean? And what's he doing? He's feeding on these annoying kids. And another thing that bothered me was this girl that had dreams all of a sudden and could tell what he was doing. She just all of a sudden knew what was going on. That was kind of weird too. Yeah, so, she just like fell asleep and then saw Justin Long without eyes and yeah, yeah. So so the movie ends with them with them catch, capturing him after the most ridiculous bit of nonsense imaginable. <laughs> and we want to go ahead. We completely lost one of the characters, but they never explained it. <laughs> yeah. The girl got thrown out of the truck. Like, got pushed yeah. out of the truck. Did she survive? Did she die? <laughs> what happened? She's not in the movie, I'll tell you that much. Well, that's true. So, so, the, so the movie ends with him getting harpooned, correct? Uh, yes. In the, in the, for the third time. Because remember, he got harpooned the first time, breaks out of it. Well, he like pulls a whole bus over. He flips uh, a whole bus. That's the second time when the old man's able to shoot through the school window, school bus window, and get him somehow. Yeah. Yeah, and so. he flips everything over. And they somehow flip the truck back over, but we're not going to talk about that at all. Doesn't <laughs> matter. None of that matters. <laughs> no. Yeah, that movie, that one got ridiculous. So, so apparently they catch him, and because it's the end of his feeding cycle, he goes into hibernation or whatever. Like he closes up like a cocoon almost. So the old man takes him back to his barn, hangs him up in the barn, and charges people tickets to take a look at it. And he's just, yeah, he's just, and he's just sitting there waiting for him to uh, to reappear. Yeah, and much. that's how part that's how part two ends. Yeah. So part two was a whisper of a movie that part one was. Like at this point, we can say part one was awesome. Part two was a sequel it was a crappy sequel is what it was yeah exactly. but apparently part two was not as shiny as a turd as part three was because part three is where they jumped the shark i will say part three is a train wreck would you, like to talk about, would you like to talk about part three sir i wish i didn't watch it again <laughs> I, re I remember you saying you were like part three woof part three sucks and me not not never have seen it was like well, it's got to be better than part two. I'm just hoping it's better than part two. No. What, what was the, uh, the year difference between part two and part three? It was about 13 years or something like that, right? Like we went from 2004 to 2017 or something? I want to say that's right. Give me a second. I think there's a 13-year difference. Yeah, 2017. So, so even, even noticing that, I was like, okay, so cool. We're going to have better graphics at least because this movie's so new. No, yeah. no, this thing went down the toilet, heavy, heavy down the toilet. Way too much. Yeah. I, I don't remember how the movie starts off at the ending of one, right? Yes. So part three takes place where part one ended at the, at the police station um, yeah. with his van out front. They have seized his creeper mobile, as you like to call it, which... Going back, the coolest thing about this movie is probably the fact that the creeper van is booby trapped. Yeah. So, so they finally break open the the van. I'm just going to call it van. Does that sound good to you? That works. <laughs> so they break open this van finally, and they see the dead bodies and all the flies inside. And that right there, the beginning of this movie has you like, okay, this has a chance to be kind of cool and creepy. 
but then tomfoolery happens and things start to fall apart. But um, the best word because these cops stink. <laughs> literally and figuratively, they stink. The acting is horrible. In the, in the just the the magic element of it, and just just the things that happen are really stupid. So I kind of wish part three never happened because I feel like it takes a giant dump on the trilogy itself. Yeah, but just I, just I, just I mean, to go through the movie if you want to. Part three opens with with at the police station. They get the truck open. It's booby trapped. It's shooting spears out of it. The back gate closes and chops a guy's arm or something like that. Um, and then and then a guy. Then some guy just arrives that's had experience fighting the creeper 23 years ago. So randomness is afoot already. There's craziness happening that makes no sense already. So this movie went from starting great to crap. This movie's going to suck. And that's exactly what happened is it sucked. Oh, yeah. And then we go to a farm with no. Wait, does the movie start off with flashback to the creeper, right? Oh, yeah, it does. You're right. Yeah, you get this really old school. You get this really old school shot of um of a guy that's that. That is he broke down or something? I think so. I, don't. Mm-hmm. I can't really remember. All I remember is the kid ends up finding the knife. That the creeper drops as it flew away. That's what I remember about that scene. No. Um, <laughs> the person's driving up. Person runs out in front of him. He's stopping the truck, and as soon as he stops the truck, the creeper comes down, grabs a person, goes up. And oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Person gets out of the truck. What falls is the creeper's hand. There it is. Okay, gotcha. Which and we don't know how it got chopped off, right? I guess the knife. Okay. Oh, so the guy that he picked up had a knife. Yeah, I think so. And then the knife okay. falls to the truck. Which is a machete, by the way. <laughs> um, which, which, speaking of machete, happy Friday the 13th, by the way. There you go. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, that's how it's... Whatever. <laughs> yeah, whatever. So, but anyways, we get the, we get the police scene. We get the, uh, the van being towed away. The creeper rescues his van, which guess what? Can drive by itself all of a sudden. Yeah. Which I think is why you called it the creeper mobile because it's Batman. It's like the Batmobile all of a sudden. It has all these weapons and it drives by itself. Drives by itself. He can stand on top of it while it's driving by itself. You know, which I mean, that could have been a great scene. It could have been a great scene when he freed that truck off the freaking tow truck. Yes, I agree. Yes, I agree. But it's just so outlandish. Yeah, it's over the top. It's like he's standing on top of it like freaking Teen Wolf or something, surfing yeah. on top of the van. Exactly. And he, no. he's Teen Wolf in the freaking truck. <laughs> and the truck comes back. Why didn't he just kill him back then? Why didn't I don't he know. You had to go back there and turn the truck around? <laughs> yeah, man. He had to make a loop real quick. Mind you, this thing can fly. But, you know, besides the yeah. point. Maybe he was tired. Maybe his wings were tired. What was he doing? <laughs> I don't know. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. You don't know what the hell's going on in this movie at all. I guess since we're continuing, we don't know what's going on in this movie. Yeah. I guess since we're continuing from the first movie, he just flew Justin Long off. And, you know, Justin Long, I guess, is hard to carry in i don't know, <laughs> I don't know. 
Okay, so anyways, fast forwarding into this weird movie is the hand that was cut off of him has been buried in the yard. So the yeah. creeper is coming to find this hand. At least that's what the guy thinks is supposed to happen. Yeah. But we have a granddaughter or a daughter, I don't even remember, that needs hay for her horse. She goes, meets this kid that's at the hay place. They have a crush on each other. So they're hanging out together. There's a douchebag kid with his friends that are on dirt bikes that find the van. They get all, that was kind of cool. I'll give it back to you. That was kind of neat how the kids got killed. That was kind of cool. Oh yeah, they deserve it. Yeah, the, the, the way he kills people is cool. I mean, he's a good killer. Um, it's just, it was just corny as all get out. Just some of the, some of the way things looked and, and I don't, I don't know how to explain it is how weird it was. It was just so TV. It looked like a movie made for TV. I mean, I want to know when he became an Olympic javelin thrower. Hey, man, that's a part of that's a part of his DNA. <laughs> you talking about when he he speared those two kids into a tree? Not even that. Like before he throws the freaking thing, he's got it just lined up right here. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and wh while he's lining up the two kids running away, the other guy's laying on the ground next to him. Like if that was my friends running away, I would have been grabbing his leg or something. Like yeah, adding to the suspense, but no, screw this movie. Look, you're screwed already. You got a dagger through your freaking femur. <laughs> All right, you're screwed. Yeah. Freaking his, then again, his friends sucked at helping him. That's how true. Hard is, how hard is it to rip a knife out of somebody? <laughs> oh, and, and how about this awesomeness? How about this awesomeness where he gets the kid packed in the back of his van? He goes to drive away, but oh, wait, he smells something. One of these kids peed on the front of his van. So he walks out of the car, smells the pee, and then decides, I have to track down this other kid that got away because he peed on my van. Freaking screech peed on my van. I got to get him. <laughs> and again, you're rooting for the creeper to go get this kid that peed on his van. Yes, which could have been a cool moment as well, but they botched that too. Because he was like, <laughs> what, up on his dirt bike or something like that? And the creeper just, what happened? <laughs> Just I feel down. like he was. I feel like he was jumping, like he was trying to get away. He was jumping over a hill to get to a car or people that was down the hill. But while he was in midair, he was plucked. Very computerized, fake-looking cartoon pluck as well. Yeah, and it still blows my mind that the graphics got worse as the movies got newer. They got worse. They became very CGI dependent. I guess is what you could say. Yeah. So he's got douche McGee in the back of the truck. <laughs> Yes. Didn't kill him. Don't understand why. Don't understand why. Um, so we go to girl trying to get food for her horse. Yeah. She and dudes that got a crush on her are going to some fancy place, I guess. Because he's like, that's what I remember him saying. He's like, you got to see this place. Yeah. So they go there. Freaking dudes Completely are irrelevant. <laughs> Dudes are hiding under stuff. Yeah. My immediate thought is, what the hell does that do? The creeper can smell you, can he? Yeah. Like, at least in freaking Jurassic World, Owen cut the dang oil and smeared it all over him so he's disguised. These guys are just laying in the field. <laughs> yeah. Makes no sense. Makes no sense. But he ends up getting the girl. That's true. He want Well... I don't think he he was there to get the girl. He was there for something else, correct? 
I don't know. Because I remember he, he was harassing the two kids and then all of a sudden he could smell. What I'm guessing is he could smell the blood of the girl was related to the guy that had his hand. That was the only kind of sense I can make out of this. You just explained more than that movie did. I, I know. But that's that because I, I was trying to put it together in my own head because it made what zero was sense. Putting, what I was putting together is he feeds off of fear and I was guessing she was the most scared. Oh, well, if she was the most scared, she did a horrible job of showing it because that's another thing that sucked about this movie was the act. The acting was shite. Horrible. <laughs> so, but anyways, he captures a girl, stuff happens. He's wrestling the girl in the back of his van. He has a booby trap between the two chairs that traps him. He gets himself trapped in his own booby trap. <laughs> Before all that happens, my other... Big glaring issue. <laughs> Both of these kids are in the back of the truck. Still alive. And the stupid kid's like, oh, I guess he thought we were dead. He doesn't know it. <laughs> Mr. Smells a lot, doesn't know these people are dead. <laughs> he didn't kill them on purpose. You remember when the one sat up and we didn't know who it was? And I was like, oh, I hope that's just wrong. Because that probably could have helped this movie a ton. But no, it wasn't him. It was somebody else. It was a douche, the douche kid. Oh, and don't get me started <laughs> on the freaking hand. <laughs> Look, I love the Adams family. I love freaking. <laughs> I'll let things go, okay? Yeah. I'm fine with freaking things. This freaking hand. <laughs> freaking lady up in yeah. the air. Yeah. Just a hand. Just a hand, yeah. Up in the air. Choke slamming people. Shook her around. Yeah. Did it again to a cop. Yeah. Stupid. Well, well you don't want to you don't want to say the best part of that? What's that? The best part is this hand can do all of that, but they trapped it under a flower pot. And it couldn't get out of the flower pot. Exactly. This it movie is ridiculous. Movie stupid. <laughs> it was dumb. I'm pretty sure Anaconda versus freaking Python on sci-fi is better than this crap. I just made that, that up. Speaking of, speaking of Python, our close personal friend to the show, Keith Coogan, was in that movie. That movie was better than this crap. Dude, stumped my pool yesterday. Uh -huh. <laughs> All right, well, let's talk about how this crappy movie ends just so we can get past the trilogy. I don't know how it ends. Okay, so it ends by him chasing the girl, him trying to get away from the girl. The guy that has a crush on the girl saves her. I will say that's funny. That was a funny scene. Okay. Where he, he got hit by his own booby trap and lost his eye. Yeah. Well, now he can't hit her with the ninja star. He can't hit <laughs> her with the vinegar. He can't hit her with the axe. He gets like this yeah. close every time. That, yeah. was that, that was fun. That was fun. Yeah. Um, so eventually she gets away. And what's in, what, and he come. I don't, I do not know how they got to this point. Like I was staring dead ass at the screen and do not know how they got to this. But eventually he comes upon the hand that was left that, that he lost years ago. Yeah. Sitting on top of a sign. Okay. The sign says, we know what you are. That's all it says. He breaks the hand in half. It crumbles in his hands. He drops to his knees 
looks up to the heavens or the sky with his arms out and screams. His face comes apart like the Dilophosaurus. Crows and ravens are falling all around him while he's screaming. That's how the movie ends. Mind you, this is day two of his 23-day feeding. When we've already seen part two that happens at day 22. Numbers are happening. Math is going on. That makes no sense. Yeah. So since it made no sense to me, I Googled the ending being explained. This is what I found. So, oh, go ahead. The ending of the movie is nerd boy getting on the bus. Yeah. He's part of the team. (laughs) Part two. But beside the point, this movie takes place on what, day three? Two or three. Or maybe two and three. Who knows? So this is the longest bus drive ever? Part two takes place on day 22, 23. They had a lot of bus issues, man. (laughs) Like I said, there's a lot of math that didn't make sense. Okay, going back to the ending explained. Are you ready for this? Because this shit doesn't make sense either. What'd you say? I said please, but now never mind. (laughs) Okay, the creeper being bested by the film's heroes, he screams in defeat as dead crows fall from the sky all around him. The key seems to be knowing the truth about the creature's origins, for it's when he reads a sign left behind that reads, we know what you are, the fiend, which I thought was a kind of weird way to call him. The creeper gives up his chase. He just decides to give up on his chase because they know what he is all of a sudden. We know the creeper isn't killed by this revelation as he goes on to terrorize the kids on the bus in Jeepers Creepers 2, but it scares him enough to leave these current targets alone. This suggests that the knowledge of the creeper's roots is essential to destroying the creature once and for all. That's the explain. That that's the explanation for why he stopped chasing them, was because they know what he is. And I guess if they know what he is, they know how to destroy him. Which, if that was the case, they would have done it already because they were doing a bad job at it. What? Yeah, that's what I said. Didn't you already know about this creeper? Isn't it a folk tale around the town? Well, it's a folktale come to life. So they know. We didn't yeah, they know. know. Yeah. Wait, did they do a freaking DNA scan on his hand that we missed? To where they know his name or something? No. They did none of that. <laughs> well, whatever. That, whatever. That's, the, that's the explanation I found. It makes no sense. I don't care. The movie stunk. They should have stopped with part one. You have some news that there's a part four coming out. But before we get to that, did you have anything else about the the trilogy? No. Okay. Okay. So this is my question. I have two questions for you. Where thinking just Creeper from part one. Okay. Only that one. If you need to tie in the other two, that's fine. Thinking just the Creeper from part one. Where do you think he stacks up? as a horror icon good icon bad icon top tier icon middle of the pack you are you're the horror expert out of both of us okay so by my biased opinion by loving the first movie and justin long i would put him top five don't don't look at me like that of all the horror icons you put him top five Okay, I'm I'm thinking 
of course he's not Freddie, Jason, Chucky, or Michael. Okay, so that's four already. I don't know who you're putting at number five. I like the Creeper better than Hellraiser. I like the Creeper. I might put the Creeper on the same wavelength ranking wise as Ghostface. But then again, I'm not as I'm not as into horror as you. So I don't know as many icons. That's why I want to ask you. Where would where does he stack up for you and as a horror icon? If you go by just the first movie, he was he was pretty badass. He was. He was, but I mean, middle of the pack. I mean, I wouldn't even yeah. put him a pumpkin head. Okay. What about the Texas Chainsaw guy? No. Really? Okay. It's Texas Chainsaw. It, Texas Chainsaw, whether I like him or not, it's iconic. It started, it was part of the beginning phases of the slasher film. Okay. Like, just recognizability alone. He's okay. more recognizable. I got you. Like, okay. like you're saying, the creature's awesome in the first movie. The other two movies did him no favor. I agree. I agree. I it's guess if like, you think about it as a whole. I would put him in the same realm as the Leprechaun. Oh, really? Okay. You know about it. First movie's decent. The rest of the movies stink. <laughs> you know? I would, I would Hey, Leprechaun in the Hood wasn't any good? <laughs> <laughs> no okay so we'll go with that i mean maybe maybe the more you pointed out icons to me i could probably drop him down the list like he'll probably end up being just top 10 for me but just yeah. thinking like thinking after watching i guess recency is what's killing me is that i just watched these things because now that i think about it he's not cooler than Pennywise, so that already kicks him out of the top five okay so maybe maybe, maybe he's not as cool as he's cool he's just not as cool Okay. All right. My second question. Is that cooler than Cujo? Then who? Oh, Cujo. Get out of here with Cujo. Get out of here with Cujo. No. Um. All right. So my second question is: This movie had a cool, maybe like arcing thing throughout the whole thing, which was the license plate. The license plate being "Be Eating You" was his license plate. Um, they played. They played a fun game um, during their drive in the first movie where they named license plates. Okay. Um, so license plate wise, what, what would your license plate say? Or what kind of license plate would you want on the front of your vehicle? I have no idea. <laughs> I, I figured that would be kind of like a spur of the moment kind of just dropped on you question. I mean, I've, had, I've thought about this, so I know mine already. On the front of my Pepsi van, I want an Ecto-1 license plate, but the O in Ecto would be a Pepsi logo. So it'd be Ecto-1. That's what I would want on the front of my vehicle. Yeah. Well, I mean, I have the death bat on the front of my vehicle, and that seems to work pretty well. That That is pretty sweet. It goes with your car, too. And I call it the death bat mobile. So <laughs> it, it works. works. Yeah, it, it works. works. And yeah. uh, speaking of license plate, the, uh, the merch for HHN dropped, and they had a sweet license plate. That you're like, I gotta get it, which I agree. It is really cool. It's Chucky. I gotta get it. Yeah. And why we're mad at HHN people. Chucky is an icon. He's a horror icon. Yeah. He's following horror nights plenty of times. Yep. And he's a universal character. Of course he's gonna be on the merchandise there. Stop acting like it's a surprise. Who is surprised about that? People 
are complaining that somehow every year Chucky somehow ends up on some piece of merchandise, even though he's not part of the event. I so, can't believe that is a complaint. Dude, the HHN community is starting to really, really suck. <laughs> are, they, are, they, are they as bad as the Disney community? It's getting very close. Oh <laughs> it's scarily close. Like right. it's at the point where I don't interact with people anymore. Is it's gotcha. people are still cool, don't get me wrong, but Twitter's becoming just a I mean That's Facebook's I Facebook's not much better, to be honest with I you. Gotcha. Yeah, I gotcha. Okay, cool. Well, that, that was a fun wrap-up of the Jeepers Creepers trilogy. We had a lot of fun talking about it. Like I said, part one is awesome. Hey, hey. What? what? I got to talk about four. Oh, that's right. My bad. Jumping yeah. the gun. So, I randomly looked it up to see if there's a fourth movie coming. Yes. Because, not to, you know, let's talk about the elephant in the room here a little bit. Director of the original trilogy... Bit of a scumbag. So yeah. Hey, oh, I meant to ask you, did he have anything to do with part three? Was one, two, and three all made by the same person? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so there is a fourth Jeepers Creepers movie coming. Okay. It's it's being called Jeepers Creepers Reborn. Nice. It is the fourth installment in the franchise. And it's gonna be the rights have gone to screen media, who's done a couple of horror things recently. Uh, the studio plans to release the film in North America in the fall of 2021. Sweet. That's re That's soon. <laughs> that is soon. Uh, the latest installment in the series is from a new director. Cool. It's from a new writer, so we don't have to worry about that. Cool. Um, the film unfolds as the Horror Hound Festival holds its first ever event in Louisiana where it attracts hundreds of geeks, freaks, and die-hard horror fans from far and wide. Sounds like something. Yes. Like okay. um, among them is a fanboy by the name of Chase and his girlfriend, Lane, um, who is forced to come along for the ride. So obviously she doesn't want to be there. But as the event approaches, Lane begins to experience unexplained premonitions and disturbing visions. Sounds like two a little bit. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, associated with the town's past, and in particular, local legend slash urban myth, the Creeper. Nice. As the festival arrives and the blood-soaked entertainment builds to a frenzy, Lane believes that something unearthly has been summoned and that she is at the center of it all. Okay. That's all it says? Yep. Okay. That's, I mean, it sounds, it's interesting. Yeah, so it's being called the fourth installment in the franchise, but it's being called Reborn, so it sounds like they're, and I remember reading somewhere else that it's going to be a new trilogy. So we're so that's already telling me that this is the next 23 years down the road because he is being reborn. That's that's at least what I'm picking up from it. Yeah. And, and I mean and the fact the fact that it's so soon and the fact that three sucks so bad, I'm kind of stoked about it. I'm excited to see if they can F this up or if they're actually gonna do something halfway decent. Yeah. I mean, we'll see how it turns who, out. Who did you say is behind the movie? I don't think I've ever heard of them. What else have they done? Uh screen media. Okay. Who um I think she I think they just did Willie's Wonderland. Okay, which which was a fun flick, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen the movie, but I remember the, the judging by the trailer, it looked like a fun movie. Yeah, I mean, it seems like a good time, and I'm happy with uh, what's his name, 
Nicholas Cage doing weird stuff. Okay. I agree. But yeah, I mean, it, it looks like a freaking Chuck E. Cheese from hell. <laughs> oh, that's what the other movies is. Okay. Gotcha. I think it's essentially um, that Five Nights at Freddy's game, but just a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, what I want to do after this is I want to go see if there's any, um, like if anybody's taking any set pictures of this movie. Because if it's coming out soon, they must have already done some filming. So I want to see what what kind of uh, photos or anything else is out there about it. Yeah. See how it looks. I mean, apparently, and that's what we didn't really talk about in part three when we were reviewing is that Trish was back and for like 10 seconds. Yeah. I mean, looking at the poster it looks like she's probably in this movie as well so oh really yeah okay we'll we'll see what happens i mean it's reborn so i don't i guess she's just like town folk at this point who's telling the story oh that would make sense that'd be kind of cool nice little tie back or callback okay uh closing thoughts do you have any already shared mine um first movie good don't bother with the other two completely agree man cool well i hope you guys enjoyed our recap and review of the jeepers creepers trilogy i actually had a lot of fun talking about it, it was fun times it was, we had some good laughs oh so, yeah plus you oh. know it's always cool to talk good movies so what one good movie <laughs> <laughs> sorry i was sitting here thinking about another scene i like from part one where He's going down into the tunnel to see if he sees anything, and the rats come at his face, and she yeah. drops him. That was another good, funny scene from that movie. The and first movie is over and over again. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. The first movie's legit, man. The first movie's legit. It's good, dude. Justin Long. Yeah, I hear you. We tried to watch another one of his movies, it didn't turn out too well. But hey, what what was it called? Drag Me to Hell. Yeah, yeah, that movie stunk. I don't, I'm sorry, Zach. I know you said that you liked it, but it stinks. <laughs> A lot of people love that movie. I thought I was watching Scooby Doo. <laughs> it was super cartoony. Like I was watching Evil Dead meets Scooby Doo, which both good franchises. But this movie is just like it was too much over the top for me. I was I felt like it was a match of my eyeballs meeting my eyelids because I wanted to fall asleep during that crappy movie. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys for joining us. This was a lot of fun. Looking forward to talking some more stuff. Looking forward to uh, some more HHN news dropping soon. I'm going to leave you with this. Okay. Not all trilogies could be as great as the Back to the Future trilogy. Completely agree with that, man. That's a good thing to end on, too. Thank you for joining us this week. My name is Josh. With me, as always, is Mr. Review It Rob. And we'll see you guys next time. See ya. Thank you for joining us this week. You can find us on all of your podcatchers like Apple iTunes, Spotify, and Podbean. Yeah, man. If you want to interact with us, hit us up on the Twitter at Tombstone Josh or review underscore it underscore rough. All thoughts and opinions are our own. Intro music by True Villains. Please share, like, and subscribe to all of our podcasts. Hey, tell your friends. Yeah, baby.